Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. But you see, the Word of God teaches us that we are made new creatures. You're not that same old creature you were. We are made new creatures in Christ. And that old things have passed away. And that all things have become new. God looks upon the sinner when he comes to Jesus and when he's born again, when he's made a new creature in Christ, God looks upon him as though he had never done anything wrong. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're beginning a new series for this week by Kenneth E. Hagan from the archives. Stay tuned for the series, In Him. Stay with us. This will be a great time of teaching from God's Word. Later in today's program, Ken and Lynette will give you details on this month's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Brother Hagen's message. Our text for this particular series is 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. Just the first few words of this verse for a text and a subject. Fight the good fight of faith. That's the only fight that the Christians called on to participate in, the fight of faith. If there is a fight to faith, then there are naturally enemies to faith or hindrances to faith, or else there wouldn't be any fight. We remember that Romans chapter 10 verse 17 said, So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So a lack of knowledge of God's word is the greatest hindrance of faith that there is. Naturally, if faith comes by hearing the word of God, as Romans 10, 17 says, then it follows that a lack of understanding of God's word will certainly produce a lack of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now often we hear Christians praying for faith. And they really are not dealing with the problem correctly. Because faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the Word of God. It's knowledge that we need. A knowledge of the Word of God. And if we receive knowledge, we will have faith. If we don't receive knowledge, we won't ever have faith because that's the way it comes is by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Our faith grows with our understanding of God's Word. First of all, understanding the new birth, understanding our redemption, understanding our righteousness, understanding our place in Him and His place in our lives, understanding how to act upon God's Word, understanding our right to the use of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, understanding what the Word of God is talking about when it said, let us hold fast to our confession. Now, a lack of understanding of what the new birth really means and what it is will hinder faith. We remember that 2 Corinthians 5, 17 said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Everybody say, he is a new creature. He is a new creature. 
the text went on to say, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, I've heard people say, and I suppose you have too, well, I lived such a terrible life before I was saved. And I'm just sure you know that the Lord wouldn't do anything for me. For instance, they may need healing for their body. And sometimes uh, there's the need to be filled with the Holy Ghost and so on. But you see, the Word of God teaches us that we are made new creatures. You're not that same old creature you were. We are made new creatures in Christ. And that old things have passed away. And that all things have become new. God looks upon the sinner when he comes to Jesus. And when he's born again, when he's made a new creature in Christ, God looks upon him as though he had never done anything wrong. He looks upon him as though he had never sinned. You remember Isaiah 43, 25, where God said, I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake, and I will not remember thy sins. You see, we need to look at things the way God looks at things, not the way man looks at it. With God, not only is the sinner's past, that is their sins, remitted and blotted out, but all that that sinner ever was is gone, blotted out in the sight of God, and he's become a new creature. Glory to God. And in God's sight, he is a new creature, or as the margin said, a new creation. Hallelujah. And that's how the believer needs to look at it. Glory to God. I remember a number of years ago, I was holding a meeting in, well, to be exact, in the month of September 1953 in Waco, Texas. So I was driving home because I'd, uh, Waco's about 100 miles south of Dallas, and we lived in Garland, suburb of Dallas. So after Friday night service, I'd drive home and uh, then be there on Saturday. We had no Saturday service. I'd drive back Sunday afternoon. But this was a Sunday night program. We had closed the revival meeting. We'd been there four weeks. And on Sunday night, I drove. And I was driving along, dialing along on the radio, trying to find something that was interesting enough to listen to. And uh, I picked up a station because it's late at night. I picked up a Chicago station. And I don't know who the minister was. I don't know his church. Because you see, well, he was preaching when I got into it. And when he went off... They ran over, and evidently it must have been a, I, well, of course, I guess it was a reproduction because it's late. But anyway, they never stated anything, just went right on to another program. Nonetheless, in the course of his message, this minister was pastor of a church, evidently, I gathered from what he said, because he said, our church maintain, has maintained for several years a mission down on Skid Row. And we include in our church budget every year several thousands of dollars to help the mission stay open and keep it going. Well, some folks in the church couldn't see, he said, the necessity of appropriating these thousands of dollars each year from their church budget or including it in their church budget to keep the mission going. So he said on one Sunday night, before they were to uh, have their church budget presented for the coming year, I had a gentleman to come from the mission who had been saved, who had been gloriously born again, become a new creature in Christ. I had him to come on a Sunday night and give his testimony to the church. 
The man was about 67 years of age, and he, the pastor went on to, to relate his testimony in his sermon. He said, uh, the man gave his testimony, and I said to him now, you go into some detail, because the people here in the church don't realize what's happening out here in the world a lot of time, and, and they live protected lives. And he said, uh, as far as possible, go into detail, even among some of the more uh, lurid areas of life, as you could in a mixed congregation. So here was the man's testimony. 67 years of age at the time. He was three years before he'd been born again, and then had continued to work in the mission for the last three years. But here was his testimony. Because, see, people think a lot of time that those folks sometimes down on Skid Row come sort of from the lower strata of life, so on. But this man said at 30 years of age, I was a practicing attorney here in the city of Chicago. He was a member, and he mentioned a certain firm, lawyer firm, that he was associated with. And just simply had a, a lovely home and wife and a 12-year-old daughter. Uh, or, uh, or actually, the daughter at that time wasn't 12 years of age. At that time, she was 8 years of age. And he had uh, several automobiles parked in the driveway and, and a beautiful home. But he said, I began to drink socially. And I was just sure I could handle it. But he, at 34 years of age, he wound up an alcoholic. He couldn't handle it. And the law firm, you know, they lost customers because of him. And finally, they just had to exclude him, put him out of the law firm. And so he said his wife couldn't live with him any longer. He lost his home. He lost his cars. He lost his money and his wife. And at that time then, four years later, 12-year-old daughter left. And he said for 30 years, now think about that, from 34 to 64, there he was down on Skid Row. Just living, you know, out of the garbage can, so to speak. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Uh, Miss Lynette. Oh, I have something that will Put together help something you. that will help everybody. Yes, this will help you in your change for the Lord. Yeah. It'll help you in your growth with the Lord. And it's uh, uh, called her grab bag special. Yes. And this bag has our faith emblem on it. And I'll tell you what, that just re will help to remind you that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Now, yeah. let's see. I've got a real bargain in my, oh, my grab goodness. bag. Oh, my Look at what all you got in there. You know, it's so important, honey to know yeah, the, know will, the will, of will of God, God for your life. So we have a book by your dad, yeah, How that, You Can Know the Will of God. That's my dad's book, and it's a really good book, Helping You Find the Will that's of God. That's right. And also a CD by him called... How to Receive God's Bless by my dad, Kenneth E. Hagan. That's 10 years ago, went home to be with the Lord after preaching for 67 years. And then my CD on success. You know, so many times the enemy will try to tell you, you're not going to make it. You're not going to be a success in life. And so I went through all the scriptures that of God's promises on how we can be a success in Him. And, and this has has music behind has it. Music and then it has it. what? Four three, songs. Four songs on mm -hmm. there. And it, it this is this is not one of those that will put you to sleep. This no, is one of those. It's a pepper upper. This is, yeah, this is a pepper upper. Hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, you know, you need some energy. Play this. That's right. Don't 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 go drink something. But pay, pay, play this. It'll, right. it'll pep you up. And your book, it's your move. You know, a lot of people say to me, and and really, that's where this came from. In fact, I taught this a lesson on this because they come say, "I'm waiting on God," and I got to people got to saying that, and 
and I got to reading in the Word and looking at some stuff, and I noticed that God's already moved. He's yes. waiting on us That's to move. Right. In fact, it's got a picture of a chessboard there. Now, they put that on there. I don't, I don't know how to play chess. They should have put checkers or something on there. But after one person moves, it's the other person moves. God That's has right. already moved right here in His Word. He tells us right here that He's already done some things, but now it's up to us to do what we need to do to receive those. So that's just a little tell you a little bit about the book. I don't need to preach a sermon to you. And last, but very important, how to live worry-free. Oh, yeah. You know, so many times it's like people are worrying, and like your dad said, worry is a sin. Yeah. And we need to learn how to live worry-free. This is a series that I taught uh, because people were talking about they, uh, they were stressed out. They felt like they were in bondage. And then I had some people talk to me, about well they were they were just fearful of everything mm -hmm. and so uh, I put together this called how to live worry free stepping out of the bondage of stress and fear and uh, I, I think it's really 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 good of course I guess I would I, right. I, I'm the one that taught it <laughs> and then they put it into into a book but uh, now, all, all of, of this, this stuff like one two three four five different is almost a plus 40, the bag. Yes, is almost a forty dollar value. All right, now what are you going? Um, what are you going to let them have it for? Nineteen ninety five. Oh, that is half price. No, that is yes, man. Look, yes, nineteen ninety five. Yes, man, that is a that's a good bargain. that's a good bargain. Plus, it will help you. Call now one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Don't delay. Call one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen in Him. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.